Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. The Big Vets on Campus podcast. 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 All right, here we go. What's up, Degenerate Nation? Welcome to the Big Bets on Campus podcast. This is the week 11 college football betting recap. I'm Stucky. And joining me, as always, is Colin Wilson. Of course, we're presented by BetMGM. Colin, what's going on? Had a beautiful Saturday until the night slate came along. I think this is going to be, what, the Texas Apologies podcast? I mean, I don't even know how you explain what the Longhorns were not able to do last night. That was a uh, refreshing for me for with a, a TCU bet, just having the wrong side. Not uh I don't know why they didn't put Hudson Card in again. Viewers was was awful. But yeah, t- TCU is the right side. Those are easy to to chalk up mm-hmm. instead of like a Hail Mary at the pylon <laughs> in the final second. So yeah, congrats to anyone who had TCU. But we have a lot to get to today. And we'll go through voicemails, of course. And uh we'll do best call, worst call, bet regret, and then We'll get out of here so you can go to Lambeau and uh, try to find some winners for this week. We have, of course, have Maction coming up. We'll have that all, all of that covered on our Maction live show, which will be out Tuesday afternoon, 4 p.m. Eastern. We'll obviously also have a bunch of content out on ActionNetwork.com and the Action Network app. But as always, let's let you guys drive the ship and uh, with the voicemails. And by the way, someone called and left a 12 minute voicemail at seven in the morning, going through all of their parlays. Don't do that. Our, our producer has to listen to that at, like the, at eight in the morning and find out like it has to listen to every single second. Can't skip them. So we'd appreciate it if you don't do that. I care about your parlays, but our producers have to listen. Uh, <laughs> love you guys, but all right, let's get into it. Bad beats, back doors and miracle covers. However you're feeling, we want to hear from you. Have reached the voicemail box of the Action Network podcast. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. Let's check this week's messages. Hey, Stucky, calling from New Zealand on my honeymoon. Um, I'm, you know, paying 
you know, who knows what to call you from a foreign country, but I just want to call to check in um, on TCU because I couldn't help but notice that uh, we won again. So uh, just want to let you know, uh, you and uh, see you next week. Texas minus 250 or just take it. Take the easy minus 250. Good God, you dumb motherfucker. Quinn Heroes looked like a terrible quarterback, but he did look good in that orange. But he better get used to it because that guy belongs in prison. Fire Sark, hire McConaughey. Texas was never back. What's up, fellas? Listen, uh, I tweeted it stuck uh, a few weeks back uh, telling him I love when he's a temporary longhorn. College football, college basketball, I love when Stuck's on the horns, makes me feel good. He was so happy and enthusiastic, I warned him. I said, Stuck, we're going to disappoint you. And he said, no, horns by 90, brother. Stuck, I'm, I'm sorry. And Colin, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that we will embarrass you guys and embarrass us, and we'll never be back. And I'm just sorry to everyone. I'm just f***ing sorry. I f***ing hate college football. I'm sorry. Listen, it's been about, I don't know, 35 minutes since the game ended. I really had a fall down because, my God, was I pissed. And all I want to say is, you, Steve Sarkeesian, you. How the do you have a functioning brain and not put Hudson Carr in to start the second half? You couldn't hit the water if he sunk on the Titanic. My God, was he terrible. I don't even want to get into how TCU has been running like gods all year because Texas flat out embarrassed themselves tonight. I've said this before, and I'll say it again. Texas will never be back. Never. I believe this show was Green Dot Daily when um, Stucky and Ravel were on, and Ravel said Texas minus seven. Stucky's soul left his body. Uh, you could see that man was just defeated from the fact that him and Darren have the same bet, and he j- was just getting fucked regardless. Yeah, should we be uh, blaming Ravel for this? I mean, I th- totally forgot Ravel did that, and I my collapsed my head into my hands. Texas fan, you don't have to be apologize. It, I, it was. I've had so many bad bets in my life. That I'd rather have that happen than have USF, which was the. I, I that's the only bet I was thinking about this morning. Who goes for two down eighteen with fifty seconds to go instead of kicking the extra point to cover, and obviously they don't get it. That one was brutal. Uh, Texas was. Easy to live with in the fact that they deserve to lose. And then I was laying seven. They never had a shot to cover seven. Yeah, and I'm shocked they didn't bring in card to start the second half. Out of all the scenarios that played out in my head, I did not think that TCU would win an Iowa versus Iowa game. Like, no one could score. TCU did nothing on offense. Texas's defense did its job. And, yeah, I was shocked. I was texting with a friend, and we were both – we both assumed that they were going to start the second half with card. Never came. So, yeah, con- congrats uh, if you had TCU. Yeah, I mean, Texas, 0% success rate in three of the four quarters in passing downs. They were broken when they got behind the chains, and they only had three drives get past the TCU 40. Wow, I took a hit. I mean, that was a money hit last night on that game, and uh, I couldn't have, I didn't see this coming from a mile away. I really didn't see it coming from a mile away. The fact that Texas was so broken, especially in passing downs, or the TCU was playing great defense, you know, at least at least in some part, you know, TCU wasn't explosive on the offensive side. Texas defense, you know, kind of did their part. If you would have told me TCU would be held to 17 points the entire game, I would have taken that. I, unbelievable. Like, I, I couldn't have guessed that in a million years that that would happen in Texas. 
That's college football. That's why we love it. All right, moving on. Colin, my guy, you're killing me. First bet of the week I see locked in my action app. East Michigan, Akron under. Projecting the 40s. Akron's 105th in touchdown rate. Then I got to spend the next two days watching that line steam two and a half points to the over before I see somebody go on the Maxion show and jump along with the over with his co-host. Now I got to explain to my kid that we can't afford the digital deluxe version of God of War Ragnarok because the same guy who's on the over and service academy games is giving the early lines, jumping the gun, and not even bothering to buy out. Thanks a lot. Hey, Colin, quit f***ing betting totals. You have no idea what in the hell you're doing. You come up with these numbers. Oh, the total's 55. I project this in the 40s. What? What do you, where's your projection? Are you just f***ing throwing a dart at a dartboard from 40 yards away and saying, oh, Listen, I had the under in that Akron Eastern Michigan game, and I was just supporting Calabrese, you know, in his pick. I didn't go against my pick. I didn't go cover it up in the app. What did I miss by like a, a one score? So, you know, it happens. And, uh, you know, taking unders on midweek action uh, can be damaging to your health. Uh, I think that's the only thing I can say. So, woo, pig suey. Colin, shame on you for not rolling with your boys and stuck. What a hard game that we had to sweat here to start the day and I hope to God that you had a three and a half but man that was f***ing hairy it is a beautiful Saturday afternoon and Colin you were wrong you said the LSU offensive line was better than Arkansas not today you said you can poke holes in Brian Kelly's records on let down games well you should have um, you said they wouldn't be sleepy today. Well, they were. Stucky is sharp. You are dull and soft. I mean, Woo Pig came to play, baby. How about I have some faith in your team to get home? Let's go. Hey, boys, just wanted to give a congratulations to Colin for calling this um, LSU-Arkansas game perfectly. That under hit with ease, baby. Also, Maybe Colin, uh, Arkansas should give Virginia a call and see if Brennan Armstrong can move over to right tackle because Arkansas's right tackle is just a load of shit. Brennan Armstrong's a load of shit quarterback. Who starts the game with two pick sixes? What a worthless f***. All right, boys, woo pick suey. I got to give a shout-out to the grounds crew at Arkansas. I hate this, this smirch, the good nature of Southerners, but what the f*** are they doing? It's cold outside, below 40. What don't you do? You spread water on the field to make it ice. We're playing football, not hockey. It just goes to show whenever there's an ice storm down south, you don't know what the is going on. I, and personally, I blame Colin. He's the spokesperson for Arkansas, okay? That's how I look at it. It's, it's Colin's fault, all right? Listen. When a half inch of snow comes through Northwest Arkansas, everything gets shut down. Everything. There's no school for a week. No one has to go to work. Everybody's buying bread and milk, sitting by their fireplace, hoping their electricity doesn't go out. And then you see these guys getting out on the field, throwing water out there to try to melt the ice in the shadows. Like, I, listen, I can't, I can't deal with the field crew, right? And I can't help that Northwest Arkansas has one salt truck for a half million people. Uh, they just do not know how to handle cold weather whatsoever. But 
for those of you like saying that I didn't back my hogs, I pushed, by the way. All right. I had LSU minus three all week. It was available all week. It's a push. And you know what? It should have lost because if KJ Jefferson would have played, the Razorbacks would have won. That was a pathetic performance. I, I don't know what's going on with KJ Jefferson. You know, not playing in this game after losing against Liberty. I, I'm not sure, like, if you're trying to save yourself for NFL scouts, but it's not going to look very good when you're pulling out on your team because you're sore. You know, maybe a little bit jumping the gun. We don't really know what's wrong with him, but, you know, he should have been playing in that game. I, I'm not really sure what's going on, what the real injury is there. But, you know, Malik Hornsby and Cade Fortin did all they could. And, you know, credit to Arkansas for at least pushing the initial three. And congrats to everybody else that had better than that. I wish that Pittman would have kicked that field goal early in the game, the defense was dominating. And it just shows you, like, LC clearly came out flat. But it just shows you the spot, like, what it can do for a defense. Like, that defensive line was just in the backfield right at the snap. Um, and those home hype spots, man. Uh, but Howard Perkins was unbelievable for LSU. Maybe, arguably, won the game on his own uh, for the Tigers to uh, clinch the division. Yeah, let's uh, move on. UConn Huskies! They ain't Huskies no more. They're mother wolves. Let's go. UConn outright bull eligible. Just like you said. Let's go, baby. What up? You know what I love? These recurring bits, like especially the stink of the week with that little bit of Leonard Skinner. But you know what I've been noticing? You guys have not been hitting that Liberty soundbite. Liberty, Liberty, Liberty. Like you guys might have gotten sued. Or hit with that cease and desist. Liberty, liberty, liberty. But you know what? I got a new Liberty soundbite for you from the Grateful Dead, all right? And it goes like this. It goes, ooh, freedom, ooh, liberty. Leave me alone to find my own way home. Well, first off on UConn, I don't see any way I'm not betting against Army, right? I know it's Army. I rarely haven't gone into the trench of what UConn's defense is. But I don't think there's any way in the world that I'm not betting UConn against Army this week. I'm just so I I gotta think of that game. I'm just so happy that UConn's going to a bowl. Uh, I mean, it's it's my I tweeted out last night. It is my favorite bowl bet, and I don't even know the line, and I don't even know who they're playing. Talk about a motivated team, which is half the battle in capping bowls. I can't wait to bet them. Uh, yeah, great spot that I'm glad it came through. Speaking of other Huskies, it was a great day for Huskies all around. Washington upsets Oregon, and the Pac-12's back to cannibalization after dark. Arizona. <laughs> They took them out in one shot. The whole thing is out in one shot last night. USC, it's it. That's the only shot that the Pac-12 has. Unbelievable. Same story every year. All right, moving on. Are you serious, Stucky? Notre Dame doesn't throw the ball. They have 35 points at halftime, and they're throwing all over Navy. Go, Navy. Notre Dame. Shitty first half. Came back. Stuck, you are on it this year yeah service academy catching over two touchdowns uh it ain't it ain't rocket science i'm glad maybe got to the window for us all right moving on i'm a big fan of hopping the dumpster and going dumpster diving so do you know what i tailed you on usf plus 17 and a half for tight half i'm like wow i found some gold in this dumpster and then the second half starts and next thing you know they're down big and it comes down to USF touchdown. Like, holy hell, they just cut it to 17. They're going to cover it. Nope. They go for two, and they don't fucking get it. Lose by 18. I have 17 and a half. Are you fucking kidding me? I guess they don't call it the dumpster for nothing. But, hey, I'll be back in the dumpster next week. I wanted to tell head coach Jeff Scott that he can go fuck 
himself for going for two when he's down by 18 with a minute and 46 left. Way to totally over my plus 17 and a half, you piece of shit. Yeah, well, Jeff Scott got fired. Um, you could tell that the the coach, they were fired up with their interim, which has happened again. Yeah, it's sickening because especially because I had Cal the other week and they refused to go for two like three times in the final eight minutes when I had plus 17 and a half and then USF does. But of course they don't get it. So that was a big swing for me. Uh, I think I ended up on the week around Robin had a bad week for the first time. And then I was like nine and six. I ended up like plus a unit overall. Not as hot as other weekends, but we avoided the, the monster regression for another Saturday. But yeah, that one stung, man. I had some other bad calls, but that UCF USF one, it was just painful when they when they didn't bring the the kicker out. Like, do something for your fans, your boosters. You haven't done anything all year. You haven't done anything in years. Kick the fucking extra points so they can cover the seventeen and a half. Get some good graces. It's your first job. What are you gonna? Oh, you lost by sixteen, not that, not seventeen. Come on, moving on. Why is Colin Wilson making me bet? Back-to-back weeks. Last week, we bet a service academy over, and this week, we bet an Iowa over. I mean, what the fuck is that? What are we doing? I bet over Wisconsin-Iowa over 34-and-a-half, and and it landed 34. So, I mean... I mean, it was it was painful. It was brutal. Like I, I knew this thirty four was coming the entire time I was watching it. Wisconsin could not help out whatsoever. Wisconsin had two drives get past the forty yard line. At least Iowa was getting. They had six drives. They had six scoring opportunities. Iowa did their part, and I'm glad that they covered the spread. I bet on that too. But the total, I mean, and it steamed up to like thirty six. Probably every you know people got over thirty five, but it doesn't matter. The thing landed thirty four. It was just brutal to watch. Oh, by the way, speaking of. Dumpster diving. I haven't heard any calls about Club Lit, baby. Uh, Club Lit is still alive. We got one final time to bet them next week before the entire club potentially burns down. There's just a couple of us in the back bar still. Yeah, they fumbled late and had to sweat a couple handoffs. And then finally, there was knees. But uh, Club Lit cash. And I was like, man, if it was a broken run here. There would be 11 minutes of voicemails just on Charlotte alone. So I'm glad we haven't heard any yet, but I, I haven't listened to these yet. So maybe we'll get some moving on. You cannot tell me that fucking Harbaugh does not give a fine fuck about gambling because I've never seen someone so hard try to fucking get a field goal in the last four fucking minutes to cover a spread. Never once. Not even a Harbaugh. What the fuck are you doing, my guy? I bought the fucking hook for 31, but good God, you've got to be shitting me. I pushed. I pushed on that dog shit of a fucking game. This has got to be bullshit. You know, since we started this podcast, you know, the whole Harbaugh, like I don't associate with gamblers. Don't gamble. Don't associate with gamblers. Avoid it like the, the plague. Why is he kicking field goals? I mean, this is some Gus Malzahn shit at Auburn, like trying to kick a field goal with one minute left to cover a 31-point spread against Arkansas a few years ago. Like, why are you doing this? Like, there has to – I just – you can't tell me that – you can't tell me the head coaches don't know what the point spread is. The USF interim clearly didn't. Daniel DePrado, uh, the special teams coach, you can – I'll blame it on him at South Florida. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Club lit. How about it, baby? Club lit. We went dumpster diving. We came out on top in the middle of club lit, baby. How about it? Stucky, you motherfucker. I'm standing here in the back room of Club Lit. I had no idea that it had it in them. Let's fucking go, Club Lit! Let's go, baby. Uh, yeah, that was quite the sweat. We got the back up in for middle, and uh, that's all we wanted. And uh, Charlotte's hung on. Uh, it's a weekly roller coaster. You never know what you're going to get with them, but I'm glad we got the covering version. Shout out to my two friends that were in the club with me. Just us three. Uh, I'll get let's get a round of shots. We'll see who shows up next week. Maybe the maybe the line will be a little longer. Colin, you are one dumb motherfucker. You and M again. How many fucking times do I have to tell you the team is the worst team in the fucking country? Absolute dog shit. Maybe you're following somebody else. I didn't. I didn't take New Mexico. Right. I. I don't know. Uh, Check your app. Check who you're following. Maybe there's another call-in. Maybe there's a doppelganger. I didn't take New Mexico. Good luck. I talked about New Mexico on the dumpster dive, and I said that it's a temporary or like a pending, maybe. I couldn't do it. You know, it had all the makings. I liked the I liked under 37 and a half, and maybe New Mexico. It would have been brutal. I ended 35 to 3. I just went back, and New Mexico, for whatever reason, Rocky Long knows the option well. They, the scheme that he's running now, with the personnel that he has up front doesn't match up well with Air Force. They're constantly blowing him out. I also couldn't trust this new New Mexico quarterback who, you know, has been thrown for like 50 and 60 yards the last two weeks. They got dominated. Uh, they had 150 total yards, I think, to 470. Yeah, Air Force ended up covering and ended up going over by a half a point. Um, and then New Mexico ended the game. They were up 32. Yeah, it wouldn't even have mattered. Uh, just a clear... Air Force right side. I'm glad I stayed away from there. That is not uh, a bet regret. But anyway, moving on. Holy sh! It's Collins Wilson's wet dream. In San Diego State hit the over by itself. And for once in my life, I was on that over. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, I was. I was catching a piece of that game. While I was watching the Pac-12 just crumble down to the ground and. I, I'm sad that the San Jose State future is is pretty much gone. Uh, you know, the win total is going to be, I think I think that's going to be gone too. But I mean, San Diego State is electric, vertical, exactly what Jeff Heklinski wants. Uh, this team scored. <laughs> so they, had, they crossed uh, the the forty yard line six times and scored twenty seven points, four and a half. But they also allowed uh, San Jose state to score a touchdown every single time they have got into scoring opportunity four different times. So San Jose state Aztecs is like, it's, it's an over, it's just an over for the rest of the year. We're playing this. I mean, defense doesn't stop anybody and the offense is electric. Uh, San Jose state win total cash. They, they play host Hawaii, uh, coming up and that'll get them the seven wins. They also play U- Utah state. I have over six. They're at six wins right now. 
There's a Mountain West future in there too. They have no chance of now. Oh, that yeah, that's there. Yeah. All right, moving on. Stucky, what in the actual dog sh**, dude? You're round robin. Are we going to lose every leg tonight? Is every single leg going to lose? I'm calling you from the Coastal Carolina game. They're down. Your round robin is absolutely completely dog shit. When I thought the round robin couldn't get worse, that's a coastal touchdown. What the hell is going on? God damn it. <laughs> hey there, Stuck. We're leaving the Coastal Carolina game here in Conway, South Carolina. That money line on Southern Miss, that mortal lock in your teeth. Uh, dude, your round robin is a Goose egg. Dude, get fucking better. Get fucking better, dude. I don't know, dude. Your BBC podcast? What is this, a wank offline? I don't know what we're doing here, dude. Tighten up. Tighten up. You lost because you're shit. You lost because you're shit. Uh, okay, yeah. And we're allowing 12 year olds on the podcast now. What was that? I don't know. Yeah, it hit the Ron Robin six weeks in a row. It didn't hit this week. It was a. I, I mentioned it off the top of the show. I had a shit round robin. I had like, I had Texas, which lost. I didn't expect them to lose. Terrible call. I had UAB, which won. I had Southern Miss, which lost by three. I, I, I don't know. I would take that again. I had Iowa State, which, according to Brett Mc, sources McMurphy, we were fine. But Spencer Sanders <laughs> came in and saved the day uh, to come back and win for them. I had Louisville, which was a terrible call. So it was a shit round robin. It'll happen. Uh, sorry, it didn't cash this week. All right, good stuff there on the voicemails. Yeah, I know you had a good Saturday. Mine, I literally just pushed around money all day. Had a good week because of a great weekday slate and uh, had some fun on Twitter. Met me on Saturday, uh, passing the time, pushing people's buttons and riling people up. It's amazing how serious people take themselves. So yeah, it was. It wasn't the the best week for me. Dead even. You had a pretty good Saturday. We're on the next week. We're on the week 12 already. But before we get there, let's do best call, worst call, bet regret. We'll mention any other games we want to talk about. Uh, I'll kick things off. Best call, uh, I'll say Vandy plus 18. They won outright over Kentucky and also probably locked up the Kentucky win total under. That was a massive win. Same with UConn catching over two touchdowns and winning outright. Worst call, I mean, I got to say Texas by far. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that was my worst call of the week. Washington, also, you know, the goal, a bunch of two touchdown plus dogs that went out. Right? I'll say that's my best calls. Yeah, worst call, we'll do Tulane. They were the wrong side. And Texas. And then Bet Regret. Uh, Bet Regret was just waking up and, and putting that shit round Robin in. <laughs> that, that's my Bet Regret. What do you got? Best call, worst call, Bet Regret. I mentioned it on the podcast, and I barely had money on it compared to what I had on Texas and some other things, but that was the Tennessee team total over 37. you got to be kidding me. This team has no other gear. It's fifth gear, rockets on, fire into the moon. Uh, They do not know how to slow down, and this is what the story is going to be through South Carolina and Vanderbilt. Tennessee is just going to keep blitzing everybody until they have secured their spot, and you better damn well guarantee with TCU that you know beatdown, or at least – from a public perception beat down and the committee getting together to make sure who's in the final, uh, the final four for the college football playoff, you know, Tennessee's going to have to keep up with TCU. Um, it's theirs. They don't have Oregon behind them any there anymore. Uh, uh, you would hope that Michigan or Ohio state falls out, but Tennessee is going to have to keep laying it on people because they are not going to be playing championship game weekend. So 
Um, I would say bet regret is not putting more and not talking more about Tennessee and betting more on it. Um, you know, worst call. I mean, come on. I took a Texas team total over, right? They scored 10 points. Uh, it's inexplicable. Uh, you know, Texas, uh, they, I mean, I think the, the term I used to use was showing your ass. They really showed their ass out there yesterday. It's completely can't execute unprepared. Um, from a best call perspective, uh, you know, UAB, it was one I was pretty heavy on um, money-wise of anybody following in the app, the under and for LSU. But I think I'll go with UConn plus 14. I had that in some round robins on a money from a money line perspective, and we had it on the show on BBOC. So I'll say UConn best call, and uh, I'm excited to keep betting on those guys. All right, before we move on, let's see if there's any other games. Illinois going down was surprising to some. Yeah, the Pac-12, Oregon – Going down, I think I think that's the biggest storyline from a national perspective, and then also the TCU win <laughs> that keeps them in the college football playoff. They keep winning; they're going to stay there. I think Kansas State, like absolutely shutting down Baylor, it's not just huge because I know that one of our win totals from preseason was under seven and a half, so it was a really big game, you know, for again, you know, for Baylor to lose that game. But seeing Kansas State's defense being able to shut down Baylor, uh, that was <laughs> a little a little high opening for me. Yeah, I don't have a great read on Baylor. They play. I think they play TCU next week. The spot's going to be there from a week to week basis. They're they're a hard team for me to crack. Let's see. UNC beats Wake. Drake May, man, the kid is good. He's really really good. They had six hundred yards. They went thirty six thirty four. Anyone who had that over, I am sorry. I I think I tweeted out like five minutes ago in the third quarter. Anyone who bets a UNC Wake Forest under needs to have their head examined. And uh, there were three points the rest of the way, and it went under by. Uh, like a couple points. So I'll wear that. Come up beats Ole Miss by six. You catch any of that game? Any thoughts there? Yeah. I mean, I had some Ole Miss there and then, you know, I had taken over on the show, which uh, came up short because the scoring just stopped at the end. And yeah, Bryce Young is so good. I don't understand why Bryce Young is still playing. He's so ready for the NFL. He just, he gets around everything. LSU is uh, officially in the SEC championship game. But I want to pivot back. Like, is Clemson the winner of Clemson UNC in the ACC championship game? Are they going to the college football playoff with one loss? I think that's going to be like the theme here coming up this week because, you know, the committee values conference champions. So is one loss UNC or one loss Clemson going to get in? It's going to be a very interesting subject this week. I think it depends on all the other conference champions. Like if USC wins out, they're going to get in over any ACC champ. And then the same with TCU just because the ACC is so down. I mean, NC State lost to BC at home. And that NC State's, like, going to be one of their Clemson's big wins. It's not great. Emmett Moorhead resurrecting the BC offense. So, yeah, it'll be that'll be an interesting conversation. The Pac-12, it's basically just, does USC win out? If not, you can nix them. And then the Big 12, it's, does TCU win out? If not, it'll be an interesting conversation if it's, like, a one-loss TCU versus a one-loss uh, Big 12 championship versus the one loss ACC champion versus a one loss Tennessee. Maybe both. Maybe you take both. It depends on other factors. We still have a lot of football to play, but yeah, that'll be one of the interesting conversations down the stretch. That's a lot of a lot of double digit, two touchdown plus un- underdog upsets on Saturday, which was interesting to see. But uh, yeah, I hope everyone enjoyed the Saturday. We only have so many of these left. You got to cherish them. I'm excited to do it all again next week. And spend the whole week digging into the car to try and find some winners. So, Colin, go enjoy Lambo, then get the cracking on finding some winners for us. I'll do the same. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Thanks, as always, to our 
audio and video producers on the back end. No call of the week. You guys are disappointing. Do better next week. Save myself some money this week. I I, I enjoyed somebody blaming uh, the field conditions at, our, at the University of Arkansas on, on me. Uh, truth in Some guy sung for Auburn winning. By the way, Auburn, let's go. Cadillac Lanes forgot to mention that. Texas a loses again. Chivo's got to be on the hot seat at this point. But someone sung The Wind Beneath My Wings. And it was the worst, this is what Bruce said, the worst thing their ears ever heard. It wasn't even bad funny. It was just so bad that they couldn't even put it on air. So, uh, sorry you didn't make it. Maybe you would have been calling the week. Yeah, there was no great call this week. Ah, fuck it. The guy from Club Lit. The guy dancing in Club Lit. You're the call of the week. I got to I gotta name one. That's true ride or die. After last week, anyone that rode with, with Charlotte with me again, true ride or die, your call of the week. Reach out to me or the producer for a cash prize. Uh, and I got to pay out the one from last week. I think I'll do that tomorrow. All right. That'll do it for us. Make sure you subscribe, unsubscribe, subscribe, leave a review, five-star review. We'll do giveaways. Let's do giveaways now. I think I've seen a couple of pretty good reviews. Producer, you want to throw them in now? Hey, Stuck. Yes, we have four winners this week. We have Hokey Payne. We've got KTB0505, who called uh, you guys bums. But again, five-star review. That's all we care about. Quinn from South Carolina. Thank you for the review. And also, Nate Scurry1 said he loves the show but hates the audio drops that I put in there. Makes the show sound awful. Thanks for the feedback. Feedback is a gift. Nate, you are also a winner. Go ahead and email podcasts at actionnetwork.com to claim your prize or just DM me on Twitter. Thanks, guys. Always give free stuff to leave a five-star review. You can say whatever you want. Those really help us out. Make sure you follow us on the Action Network app. Download that if you don't have it. And big bets on campus, wherever you listen to podcasts. Tell a friend, tell an enemy, subscribe, unsubscribe. Really helps us out. We will be back during the week with the new BCS. Then the group of five guys will have their previews. And then Colin and I will be back for week 12. Week 12. Where is the season going? Can't believe it. Time for us to go find some winners. We'll catch you all later. Cheers. Peace out. Peace out.